With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. Yo. Mark Willing. <laughs> That's what Chucky says right before he slices your head off. Congratulations. Oh, no. And Rich Orenberg. If you stored that voice and put it in a doll, that would be terrifying. Mark and Rich. Okay. <laughs> On Extra 1360, Fox Sports, San Diego, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports 1350 IE. Mark and Rich. Yeah! Live local noon to three every single day. And I'm just warning everybody right now. Today <laughs> is going to be off the rails from the word go uh, for a number of reasons. First and foremost, there is excitement in America. Mm. It is Bracket Wednesday. Today's the day you put pen to paper. If you've already done it, uh, you still have time to erase it, redo it. We'll help you with that in just a second. Even though we, like you, have no clue what we're talking about. Nobody knows any college basketball players. But we'll get to that <laughs> in just a second. Also, NFL free agency. This is a weird dynamic. It's been going for three days, but apparently it also starts oh, at, no. at one o'clock. No, no, it's done, guys. I, I, uh, yeah, I mean, like this is the weirdest thing ever. This is this is almost this is like opening up all your Christmas presents on December twenty second. Everybody, wait for December twenty fifth. Actually, open up all your gifts. It's like you got to open up the the side flap. You know what I mean? Like you just opened it up and you're like, okay, got it, Legos. And then you moved on and you checked it out. And then so when the actual <laughs> day comes. Yeah, okay, it's official, but you know what's got every team has come to some sort of agreement with their next guy, Case Keenum to the Broncos, Teddy Bridgewater to the Jets, Bradford to the Cardinals. Uh, all the names that you were curious about, Breeze staying home in New Orleans for a lesser deal. This is done. It's all done, Mark. Yeah, yeah pretty much is. And so uh, the information is coming in fast and furious, and we'll have that for you, especially right at 1 o'clock. We'll have the full update of everything going on, all the big signings, all the big releases, all of that. Uh, Mark Ziegler, UT, will join us. Uh, but we have to also bring everybody inside the room and explain why everything is going to be further off the rails today. You just did it again. Oop, oops, you did it again. You brought Ornbergers in again. Oh, right. Our yeah. listener party, those who won on the list about a month ago, are here with us. Yes, they are. And we're in the other room, and the Ornberger, as we've called it, is not a meal. It's a journey. It's an experience. It's becoming a way of life. Yes. To the point where we were just having that experience and lost track of time. I'm not exaggerating. We just walked into the room five seconds before I turned the mic on and started the update. Mark, the Ornberger is... almost lost track of time. The Ornberger is deliciousness slammed into the knowledge of what life really needs exploded into um, what I'd like to say uh, is a flavor avalanche for all to enjoy. I don't expect to be awake at the end of this show. 
So um, there's that. Do you notice, though, we were so late for the start of the show. Do you notice, though, I brought the rest of the orange oh, burger yeah, with no, me? No, no, you keep like, running in. It's kind of like with the, if your house is on fire, what would you grab if you had to evacuate? That happened in our conference room a moment ago. Like, you're on the air right now. I'm like, okay, well, hang on. I need to get my orange burger. <laughs> I brought it with no, me. We're sprinting down the hallway of the, the station here. Tater tots are hitting me in the face as you're flailing <laughs> your arms. Uh, but, yeah, huge thing. Thanks to the Hamburger Factory, Dave the owner brought in the hamburgers. He cooked them himself this morning. Our listeners right now are in a small food coma, but when they come to, uh, they will uh, they'll be watching us, evaluating us. Uh, we will be in the fishbowl. All right, we have rules on this show. We uh, wanted to uh, define it for everybody so it's easy to understand. We're not going to uh, select uh, 32 games right oh, now. Come on, no, uh, this would be ridiculous. But I tell you what, how about this? Let's give three upsets. Let's give a party crasher. Here's the definition of a party crasher. A seven seed or lower that will make at least the Sweet 16. Okay. And let's unveil a national champion. Wow. I mean, then we're all in a bracket against one another here at the office. I haven't even filled mine out yet, so it's a little bit of an advantage here that I'm going to give you some info from mine, and you're going to give me a little bit of info from yours. Well, and then also, since we are broadcasting this, everybody in the Everybody else will have it as well. Um, So that's exciting. Uh, But let's do it. Let me hear it. Give me yours first. Three upsets in the first round of the NCAA tournament. Okay, uh, so San Diego State without question is going to be an upset for me I believe that they're going to beat up on Houston they're going to fight their way into uh, round two and I believe it'll be them matched up against Michigan they're going to upset Michigan on their way to a UNC SDSU Sweet 16 matchup we asked for three first round upsets and you selected San Diego State and then San Diego State again Oh, oh, wait, I was totally confused. So the upset doesn't have to make it to the Sweet 16? No, just three first-round right. upsets. No, no, no. So I just want, like, who? Give me a lower seed okay. that's going to beat a higher seed <laughs> in the first round. Okay. Uh, San uh, Diego State can be one of them. San Diego State. All right. Uh, let's go with... Uh, <laughs> You're just doing this off your head. I'm immediately confused. (laughs) You are. I'm so brand new to all this nonsense. You're such a hot mess, and when you enter Ornburgers into the whole thing, everybody's brain just scrambles. It's just like when a woman walks into a bar... Uh, with too much cleavage. Nobody can think straight anymore. Nobody knows what's going on. I'll give you mine, and then you'll understand what's going on. Here are the three upsets. Uh, We're going to start with Providence. Providence is taking on Texas A&M. This is good news for San Diego State, by the way. That West bracket is really winnable and wide open for a lot of teams. Um, I don't think North Carolina's all that special. Uh, Gonzaga's the four seed. Hell, the Aztecs have already beaten them once. Providence, the 10 seed over the 7 seed, Texas A&M. That's one. Here's another one. New Mexico State is going to beat Clemson in the Midwest. This is your 12-5. We always say, oh, there's a 12 that beats a 5. That's the one. New Mexico State will beat Clemson and then end up facing Auburn in round two. And then my last one is obvious. San Diego State's going to beat Houston. I'm not saying this because we're on the flagship of San Diego State. San Diego State is going to beat Houston because they're a better basketball team. And Kelvin Sampson even said it himself on national radio yesterday. He said, quote, this is a bad matchup for us. The tallest player on Houston on the inside is like 6'6". Malik Pope 
If he is focused, if he is energized in this game, he should dominate this game. Okay, here are my upsets. Right, I had a review. The rules now. Yeah, now I'm really, I'm all set. <laughs> Give him some music. <laughs> here we you, go. folks. Out of the Midwest, uh, let's say Oklahoma, Rhode Island. I'm not buying the hype. I don't think that Rhode Island is going to run in there and run the table like people are expecting them to. I believe that Oklahoma will run into Duke in the next round and get stomped, but it's going to be Oklahoma out of the first round. Um, here's one for me that I think you could uh, you could agree with. Nevada is all out of steam. Uh, to me, their season's over. And I believe that Texas is going to prove it. I believe they had an injury against San Diego State yeah. uh, during that uh, that second round of the Mountain West Championship tournament. Uh, and I and I just think when you have a seven man rotation, your man down already, you're just you have no shot. And then again, like you, albeit the flagship, albeit that the Aztecs and we've had their players and guests, and it's just what you know kind of feel to it. But I got SDSU uh, cracking away from Houston and making way into the second round. All right, party, round of 32. party crasher. I want you to get ready for this. This one's going to shake your trees a little bit. The party crasher that I'm going to take. High seed into the Sweet 16. None other than the great Loyola Chicago. <laughs> Loyola Chicago. They are going to the Sweet 16. Uh, what? Why are you laughing? Because Loyola of Chicago yeah. is going to go to the Sweet 16. Yeah. Well, yeah, the Bulldogs, right? right? Or the what, now, Pirate Ships? Here's what I know. The, um, here's what I know about Loyola of Chicago. Yeah, please. What color do they wear? I have no clue. <laughs> I, I don't know a damn thing about Loyola of Chicago, but here's what I do know. Uh, to beat uh, Miami and then to beat Tennessee. That's all they need to do to get to the Sweet 16, and I just don't think those two teams are very special. Uh, and somebody somewhere told me that Loyola Chicago was good. So I'm going to go with that. Loyola of Chicago is my party crasher. Yours? Here's, here's mine. Um, and this one probably sounds crazy, but it's going to be Seton Hall. And the way I have it. They're in Wichita with San Diego State. They they're are there. in yeah. Wichita with San Diego State. The way I have it is they're going to steamroll NC State. I don't think it's going to be much of a game. Be just looking at where they're seated as far as power rankings go. And then I think they're going to sneak up on Kansas. I think that Kansas is probably okay. underrating that. Them. And then after that, look, you're riding inertia at that point. I think the train does stop when they run into Duke in the Sweet 16, but I wow. see Seton Hall making it there. You've got them through Kansas and Auburn? Mm-hmm. You have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> you have no clue. All right. I tell you what we should do here. <clears throat> we should do here. Let's hold the unveiling of the national champions until after we talk with Mark Ziegler mm. of the UT. Um, and that's coming up momentarily. Uh, we want to now, we've already said hi, we've already had lunch with them, but let's wave to our, our uh, con, you know, congratulations Gentlemen. to the winners of the list a few weeks ago who are in studio with us. So we've got five extra guests, and uh, they're going to be hanging out with us here a little bit in the first hour. So uh, very excited to have everybody, and welcome to Extra 1360 <laughs> Fox Sports San Diego. And then one other thing I want to mention uh, before Ziegler jumps on. By the way, where's Ziegler? Where's Ziegler? What, what do you uh, mean? Look, he's John? a very busy guy. Well, he's in Wichita. Oh, yeah. He's I don't Kansas. know if they have phones. All right. So. Like, uh, over, yeah, I mean, like over there, I'm pretty sure they have to churn their own butter. It's crazy. We'll track it's really crazy. But first and foremost. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. 
Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Foremost, we need an update on this. And because we ran in here before the show, pretty much after it started. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's accurate. We need to just talk this out on the air. John, did you say a week and a half ago, yeah. vegan John, right. did you say oh, that if San Diego man. State makes the tournament, you will eat an orange burger? Well, I mean, Charlie may have said it. Oh, oh no, oh, no, no, Charlie, no. the no, same no, no. one who handed OJ the knife. In theory. Yeah, okay. no, no, no. This wasn't the voice it was a hypothetical. in your head. The hypothetical. You asked me this morning. You said I confirm did, with I Rich. Did, did it happen? I, okay, so this was obviously when, as a low seed of five, going into the Mountain West tournament, I was crowing around here like, no, they're going to make a run. They'll be a tournament team. And you're just like, yeah, I mean, let's all hold our horses. And and then all of a sudden, Mark, who loves to put wagers on things, says, well, you'll have to eat a burger like I just did if they make a run. And you went, yep, done. That's the way I did remember. Did that happen? Look, See, I think I blacked out I'm reading from a stenographer's notes right here. I just ate an orange burger. So I here's the thing. On a bracket that didn't exist. Let me look at it. Let me look at it. I may, Maybe I'll have the bun. No. If they win another game. No, no. That's not how wagers work. Rich had to go vegan. He lost the pint-sized pick him to a four-year-old. And now look at me. I mean, he immediately went out a latte. I'm a still, shell you of got my it. former self. Listen, We're going to have to get my wife on to see if, if it's allowed. If you're not a man of your word, you're not a man. This is the way. That's the way it works. And so, look, um, it is 2018. I mean, the jury's out, anyways. Okay. But, but I will say this about John: I, I've known him a short while. I don't think he's a dirty, rotten welcher. I don't think he's going to welch on this bet. I think that he's going to pay it off. He will eat a uh, 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 the Orn Burger from the Hamburger Factory, and I believe it's going to happen at 2:10 today. Mark it down, everybody, on your calendars. 2:10. What's the date today? March 14th? Uh, yeah, it's Pi Wednesday, Day. March 14th. Yeah, Pi Day. 2.10 Pacific, I don't do bacon. Pacific Standard oh, Time. Oh, John, knock it off. No, the Orn Burger has bacon it's on it. It's got bacon, fried avocado, grilled onions, lettuce, tomato, jalapeno ranch, a, a, half pound burger. A two and a half cheese. year vegan. That's pretty good for someone that has that meat. In. Oh, no, no. That's a good. That's Actually, that's what they say. John, when you're coming back, you just go all the way in. Yep. Listen, if you need to use this as a lesson in your life. <laughs> then that's what it is. If you're going to speak out your Wahoo, then you're going to end up stuffing your Wahoo oh, look, see, with a burger. You're already halfway there. You've so, got it open. Two ten, uh, I'll have the tater tots. No, no, no. 210 no, no, Pacific is, time, yeah. a two and a half year vegan will eat an orange burger live on the air here at Extra 1360. Actually, how long has it been since you've had a, a bite of Yeah, two and a half years. It's been two and a half, well, two and no, a half I've, years. I've, friends I've had a hamburger. Actually, oh. we'll resume being friends okay. at two fifteen. Yeah, and this while is... you're digesting the sweet, sweet goodness that is the Orm Burger, I am. Uh, okay. Look, yeah, this was shocking. I think everybody should catch their breath for a moment, but uh, let's put her in neutral, and we'll catch up with Mark Ziegler later. Here's what happened to me: personal story from last night. Oh well, hold on a second, actually. What? Is this the personal story you shared on the air with us yesterday? No, 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 no. Oh, well, then no. You tell your story, and then we got to figure something out because we're already getting texts about what happened on the morning show today. What happened? You don't know what happened on the morning show no, today? No, I never know. I, 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 yeah, I'm not so busy with you, things. I'm always doing things in the morning. You got, you got called a liar. 
Oh, see, now you these guys. You got called a liar. So for, for what now? For saying that you outchugged Tom Brady years ago in Rochester, New York. This is blasphemy. There is proof. Well, so Mike Reese apparently wrote about this. Yeah. I, Patriots okay. beat writer back in the day. Listen, I'm just, we, we'll unveil the national champions in two minutes. This is a text that just came in. What, Rich, are you going to do about Judson calling you a liar this morning? Consider this source. Look at Judson. I mean, you're going to believe what this guy says? I mean, he doesn't know what he's talking about half the time. I listen to him, I go, oh, God, Judson's talking. What is he saying? I don't know. That's what I'm always I, – I, so here's what happened. Mike Reese got a hold of Brian Hoyer, who at that time and continues to be Tom Brady's number one fan. In fact, it's part of the reason why after uh, he spent time away, he had to return back home to the coop. Uh, the uh, the way the story unfolded is Mike Reese got a hold of him and said, so I heard you guys went to Dinosaur Barbecue and Tom Brady can chug beers really fast. And then Brian, just in complete adoration, was just like, oh, my God, he's the best. He walked in there and beat everyone. And you know how Brian gets when he talks. He just got, starts spilling the beans and like, so, you know, his locker's next to Tom's. Tom was upset that I beat him. And he did not want to say this in front of him. Well, so I actually will go through the trouble of texting Brian. Uh, let's see some character witnesses who were in the room at the time. Why don't we just get Brian Hoyer on? I'd love to. Yeah, I mean, I'll why, text don't right just, now. why don't we Hang just on get Tom Brady on? <clears throat> well, yeah, actually, I'll text Tom first, and then I'll text Brian. Can you? Can you text Tom? I can email him. Will you email Tom? I'll email him. I mean, look, he's getting to that point in his career. If he's chugging beers on the Colbert show, he might come on and talk about this. You know what? I'd be interested to see if he would. about to retire. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You never know. This old fox. Look, here's the deal. <laughs> here's the deal. All right. Uh, I will I will get character witnesses to prove out the story, especially if Brian's going to continue hurling these lies. We'll see what his memory serves him, if it serves him accurately, or if he was pandering to Mr. Brady. But yeah, like did we catch did we catch Mark? Yeah, we got, Ziegler, okay. yeah Mark Mark had uh, and and this is no surprise, Mark. You're having major service issues because are, are you in Kansas? Is that's what that's is that where you are? Yeah, that's where I am. Did, I, now, yeah. now have they like, got cell phones there yet? What's going on in Kansas? Uh, I, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a carrier pigeon here in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Brutal out here. I uh, hear smoke signals. Get a wet blanket, put it over a fire, and just use Morse code. Uh, yeah, we we'll got tin cans and some string. I think we can string some line across the prairie here. <laughs> Mark, we appreciate you coming on. Mark Ziegler, UT, joining us day before San Diego State takes on Houston. Um, I'm trying to figure out, Mark, if we're just blue sky in this because everyone here is excited about the Aztecs or uh, if they've actually, at least in theory and on paper and all of that stuff, if they've got this one. I've done some reading. I've done some poking around. They're, they're, I think they're the better team than Houston. Well, we'll see. I mean, there's, there's two stats here, and, and they kind of conflict each other. The first is that San Diego State – has never won as a lower seed in the NCAA tournament, which I had to go look up to confirm. But, you know, maybe that makes a difference. Maybe it doesn't. Um, but the other one, and I think this is going to be a factor. I think Houston's a very good team. Uh, they don't beat themselves. They're tough. They're strong. Uh, they have some very good shooters. Um, but this is a little bit similar to the last time St. State went. They played St. John's. St. John's is a team that's full of guys who've never been to the NCAA tournament, and it was a great run to get there. But this is a different deal when you get here. It is a different court. It's a different 
feel in the arena. Sometimes they're fans, sometimes they're not. Um, and while they have a veteran team, they do not have a team with, San, with, with NCAA experience. Now, San Diego State isn't like they were three years ago when basically the entire team had been, you know, three or four times. Um, but they do have, I believe, Pope played in an NCAA tournament. Uh, so did Trey Kell. Uh, Max Montana went with Indiana. Uh, Cameron Rooks went with Cal. So they, they know what it's like. They know the feel. Uh, and I think that's an advantage. And we'll find out. But I think, that, you know, that there's something to be said for that. Hey, Mark, you know, while you're walking around there in Kansas, are you seeing any SDSU Aztecs jerseys or paraphernalia? I, I understand that there's a bit of a, a horse swap going on here uh, between fans, you know, which top fans out here in Southern California uh, repping for uh, uh, their team while Aztecs are asking the same of the, the Kansas folks. Uh, are we getting some Aztec support out there? We'll find out here in a couple hours when San Diego State has its open practice. So on the, on the Wednesday or the day before your first game, you have an open practice where all fans can come. And, and uh, they have packed this place with school children. <laughs> I mean, it is packed with every middle schooler, you know, in a 400-mile radius. There are, there are like 30 school buses out front. Now, I don't know if they'll still be here for the, uh, for the later sessions. Uh, so we'll find out. I haven't seen, I've not yet to see an Aztec logo on anything since I've been here, but I've only been in the city for about four hours. So we'll find out. But yeah, I think there'll be a little bit of that. I mean, these, you know, these Wichita fans are really, really loyal and, and I think you can get the word out to them. And I think there'll be a little bit of a, you know, they're playing against a team from their conference. Houston is in Wichita's conference. Uh, and so a lot of times you kind of root against teams in your conference, uh, you know, and, and so maybe they'll get a little bit of love. I don't think there's going to be a lot of fans there, though, tomorrow night because they're in a group with Kansas. Kansas plays in the morning game, mm. and I think a lot of people will drive from Lawrence. It's about two hours from Lawrence to here. They'll drive here, watch the game, turn around, drive home, and then come back on Saturday for the next game. So I think there's just going to be a lot of a lot of empty seats, kind of a dead atmosphere. Uh, I don't know about a help or a help hurt the Aztecs, but that's where experience comes in, I think. Mark Ziegler, UT, joining us from Kansas, where San Diego State will play tomorrow against Houston. Mark, uh, I tell you what, everything I read, everything I hear, all the way up to Selection Sunday, where mid-major teams really saw the way the committee is doing things going forward and saying, okay, this is not work for us. St. Mary's is 28-5. and They can't get into the tournament. I mean, this Gonzaga to the Mountain West thing, it just makes way too much sense to not happen, right? Yeah, you guys really picked up on something that this is the reason why Gonzaga's coming. And and I think it's if it wasn't a done deal before, it's getting pretty darn close to it now. I, I mean there's still gonna be negotiations, there's still gonna be snags. Uh they're gonna be talking over the next two to three weeks. Um my sense like I wrote before is they'll make a de- you know, they'll make a decision and, and an announcement if it if it goes forward right after the final four in that week. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Right around uh, early April. Um, but yeah, this is, this is why you have to get into a conference with like-minded schools. And Houston's a perfect example. They're in the AAC. The AAC has Houston, Wichita State, uh, and Cincinnati, all nationally ranked teams, all in a the tournament. They also have UConn, who is down, 
but is going to be back up. Uh, they have just too many resources, too much tradition in that in that conference. Memphis is in it as well, I believe. So what they've done is what you're seeing across the country. The Big East started it. Now the AAC's done it, and now the Mountain West is going to do it. Is you're going to get the top mid-major programs that are committed to college basketball to aggregate into a conference so that they can get enough strength to schedule within their conference, and they don't have to worry about it outside of conference. And San Diego State's a perfect example in the, in that. Remember how they used to get in the tournament. They used to, to win in November and December, build a resume, and it didn't really ha- matter what happened in January and February. They just couldn't lose too many stupid games. Now it's the opposite. They had to make this great run to get into the tournament because they can't get enough juice in their schedule and they can't win enough games in November and December. So this kind of protects you against that. This is the new order for mid-majors, and this is, this is why we're going to see Gonzaga come to the Mountain West, I think. Mark, great stuff. Great to catch up with you. Thank you, and enjoy your ride home in a covered wagon. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. Ah, hey, the barbecue is tremendous. Oh, oh now yeah. I have no, heard that. Yeah. Listen, I've been, I've wait, partaken. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wow. You've only been there for four hours, but you've already had the barbecue? Oh, you gotta, you got to know me. I, yeah. They had it in the, in the media, <laughs> media dining first meal barbecue because, you know, that's what they do well. They want to impress. And, hey, i got to give them credit. It was tremendous. True story. So, accidentally coming back from Kansas City one time playing the Chiefs, I did, in fact, Pack a pulled pork sandwich <laughs> in my carry-on. Yeah, that. So Mark, I might uh, do the same. yeah, <laughs> good work. Bring us one, Mark. Thank you. All right, talk to you guys soon. All right, there he is, Mark Ziegler. UT, Mark and Rich underway. It's a fill out your bracket Wednesday. NFL free agency spilling out all over the place, and we're all over it from top to bottom. Uh, but coming up next, uh, what you viewed last night is in stark contrast to what Mike Costa talked about for 20 minutes to start his show yesterday. Uh, We got to work through this. We'll do that next. It's Costin Hartman coming up on the show this afternoon. Steve is back, and we are a little over 24 hours away from the Aztecs' first game in the NCAA tournament. Three big things they have to do to beat the Cougars. We'll talk about it. We get underway at 3 on XL1360 Fox Sports San Diego and 103.3 FM. All right, a couple things to pass along. There's a lot of even under-the-radar signings that have taken place. There's so many uh, that it's uh, it's hard to keep track of them at all. At 1 o'clock... Yeah, we will go through all of them, have our reaction to them. NFL free agency update. We've got a Josiah update today as well. Uh, headlines coming up here in about 10 minutes. Uh, but, uh, but two things uh, that we need to announce about ongoing negotiations that have been taking place over Breaking the last news. 10 minutes. So we have come to an agreement in principle with... The Iron Pig, John Schaefer, two-and-a-half-year vegan, never had a cheeseburger in his life. That's right. Instead of eating an entire Orn burger, he has negotiated it down to a bite. A big a big bite of the Orn burger. And because he's, like, uh, you know, kind of super girly about this stuff, he's <laughs> like, we can't wait till 2.10 because it's just going to sit here and get cold. Mm-hmm. So he's moved the time up to 1.05. So those are the two things, and we have reached an agreement in principle. Right, and you've uh, wired the forty-eight thousand. Yes, we brought yes, Scott. We, Bor- yes, we, we, we brought Scott Boris in. He has agreed. So one hundred and five. John Schaefer, a two and a half year vegan, eats a portion of an Orn burger. He just he had a visceral reaction yeah, he to just it. Wiggled. He just, he he wiggled. just wiggled <laughs> in his chair over there just behind the glass. Wiggle it just a little bit. Here's uh, the uh, yeah. here's the deal. Uh, we sat down at the lunch table. 
he negotiated. I mean, he was a practitioner of his cause. Um, but I think both sides left uh, amicably yeah, here. I think the we're, if they we're win in, the whole, if they I win the whole hungry. thing, that's how I left it. <laughs> if they <laughs> win this whole thing, I'm talking six games. If the San Diego State if, Aztecs if win, win the national championship, games. yeah. We'll, we'll talk. You'll finish the rest of the oh, burger. Yeah. So oh, we'll, we'll put we'll, it in the fridge for three weeks. Well, let's get a new one. Okay, we'll get a new okay. one. Okay, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I could arrange oh, that. Right. Yeah. All talk right, to, I'll, talk to, I'll talk to my people. Okay, yeah. um, I can't wait for the fusion today. Oh, yeah. Hartman is back. Lit AF. Lit AF. Just the worst tweet he's ever sent was last night right before bed. <laughs> so we can't wait to talk to him and also just give him a hug and, and give him our thoughts after uh, the passing of his dad last week. And I we saw him over the weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so there's that, but I also can't wait to get to Costa. That guy Costa. I mean, no, I right. listen. I listen to this, so, and let me let me unravel this from my perspective, and then I want to see what you have to say about it too. Because they started the show yesterday, him and uh, Beatbox, 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 right? And uh, they got going talking about how uh, with the Chargers leaving town, the you know it sort of stripped the sports nature of the city, and the support for the Aztecs needs to reach a fever pitch. And look, he's a proud SDSU alum, lifer here in San Diego. I totally understand the perspective he's coming from, but here's the perspective I saw last night because I was boots on the ground. I'm living in a house right now that's being renovated. I'm sleeping on a blow-up mattress. My wife and child are up in L.A. staying with her mom. Uh, I am, uh, I'm living the Steve Hartman existence. Yeah, we have multiple hosts on air mattresses right now yeah. here at the station. So I got I got an uh, active construction site around me. The way I woke up this morning was hammered nails and a compression uh, nail gun firing molding into a ceiling. So this is my life right now. <laughs> I get out of there as much as I can is the point. Right. I go to a restaurant down in Mission Valley, bellied up to the bar, ate a nice big salad, you know, obviously prepping for eating the Orenburger here today. today. Sure. Uh, so a nice healthy dinner. But I washed it down with a nice cooled beverage. And I stayed and I watched the St. Bonaventure UCLA game, the first four games. It's a good game. The Bonnies played insanely well. Okay, because this is a big game. This is for them. Look, this is a blue blood. This is UCLA. This is the history that the Bruin team brings to the tournament every year. And obviously playing for their lives too. But the Bonnies, they stepped up and they gave a forward approach and they won the game. They got some big plays out of their big player down the stretch. I'm forgetting, I think Adams. But anyways, long story short, the place was going nuts. Mm Mm-hmm. This this restaurant, this bar. I mean, every table there was a different group of people cheering on St. Bonaventure because it's a you know UCLA. It's a natural rival. Like this thought that this isn't a sports town flies in the face of everything I witnessed last night. Well, not even just about it being a sports town. Uh, Mike and Pete were sitting there talking uh, for a half hour about whether or not the city is quote unquote fired up enough for the game. Have we got a big game? Are you fired up? How come nobody's fired up? He talked to his neighbor. His neighbor's like, yeah, I'm fired up. How come nobody else is fired up? <laughs> and I'm like, first of all, what have you run into about seven people since this announcement? How do you know that just there? Like, okay, two things. And, and, and Mike, I can't wait to tell him this. And please pass it along to your neighbor. We got to stop. We've got to stop doing this. And here's what I mean by this. Two things. One. This city has got to stop judging itself every time there's a sporting event of note. 
and looking around and being like, are we behaving right? Mm. Are enough people showing up? Are enough people at bars? What are they drinking? Are they excited about it? Are they kind of excited about it? We've got to stop. It's just be the game and just do you. We did this during the Stanford game and the Boise State game. There's articles in the UT. If 45,000 people don't show up, that's it. It's over. We're not a sports town ever again. Calm down. Stop judging ourselves over how you see somebody acting at the grocery store 72 hours before a college basketball game in Kansas. <laughs> the hell are we doing? Well, I'll tell you what. It's, I mean, it's seriously. Very, look, it's very difficult not to. I will say this. From the perspective of somebody who is sitting down in a crowded public space, and that's probably the reason why it dawned on me, is because I wasn't with my family at home and Ty wasn't screaming and distracting and, you know, checking the score and being like, oh my God, bon- the Bonnies are up. And then, oh my God, the Bruins storm back. Like, you know, because it was back and forth kind of game. Um, it was, I, I had, this game had my undivided attention. Which is rare once it's, you have kids. Oh, yes. and so... Time and space, like I rarely have this time and space to truly evaluate what's happening around me from an environmental standpoint. Like life gets really close and all consuming with what's right in front of your eyes. Like you said, when you have small children, but when when you're away from them and you have this moment to sort of take in and and view the vista like this was an I mean, this was dinner time. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, this was an active environment that people are sitting at their tables ordering drinks with the waitress and they're like hang on a second yeah, no, I'll have the um, I'll have the margarita. Uh, I think right, yeah, yeah, salt on the salt rim, on the rim, please. Yes, on the rocks. I, I we we do this too. We take an incredibly small sample size and decide we know what's going on across the nation. This is Twitter, by the way. Let's go to Twitter, where like 10% of the society is, and we decide, well, this is what society's saying. Didn't we learn our lesson during the election? Twitter doesn't always know. Just because Costa's neighbor's excited and somebody else in the neighborhood's not doesn't mean people aren't excited. Why don't we go to something that actually does poll the entire area, the ratings. The ratings for the game on Saturday were huge. Everybody's fine. It's a sports city. It's a big event. Everyone's excited especially Costa's neighbor. Flipping headlines are next. Good afternoon. Tomorrow morning on Hardwick and Richards, we are ready. It is go time. San Diego State and Houston, we are all over it. Also, maybe a little Padres and Aztecs talk with one of our favorites from Fox Sports San Diego, Mike Pomeranz at 8.05. We'll see you at 6 a.m. on Extra 1360 Fox Sports San Diego. Woo! I'm, I'm so excited right now. Oh, yeah. Are you excited? Yes. Like NFL free agency and the brackets are coming out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. San Diego State against Houston tomorrow. This is really, really fun. We'll get you up to date on all the free agency coming up at the top of the hour along with a uh, two-and-a-half-year vegan John Schaefer eating uh, a portion of an Owen burger, although uh, one of our favorites, our buddy Tim up in Puyallup, has texted in, and uh, he wants to know how the negotiations went from an entire burger down to one bite, uh, lickety-split. He just texted in, how did John get you guys down to a bite? You guys are worse negotiators than Richard Sherman. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> Tim, if you could only see the look on John's face. You know what, Tim? Even, it's even, just about if John's happy. I mean, even if, I was like, I quit. Even, yeah, even if the idea of one bite, you can tell, like, John, you're sitting here. Right, this you're, is my favorite time of year. Like, I love March Madness, but you, I'm like, this stupid tour. Yeah, you, you're questioning <laughs> your existence right now. Like, you think you might die. You know what? 
I think I could. You think you might? Like, I'm trying to think, like, you know, Aztecs in the tournament, was it worth the bite of burger? I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, honestly, yeah. Yes, you will. I've got this whole, like, I feel like everything's riding on, like, I said I'll eat a burger. I feel like they're going to win the next six games. Yeah, now. honestly. If I didn't say that, they probably just lose. On so, yeah, I guess we'll 100%. have to put an yeah. entire burger on, what, the next six games? If they win the national if championship? If they win the national championship, he's going to, like, bathe in beef beef broth mm. i'm gonna have that sounds disgusting yeah, that sounds they, accurate if and they disgusting. win the national title i'll eat that whole thing oh you've heard it here right. folks all right. cut the tape all right <laughs> all right well tape. that's that's not happening all right let's do flipping headlines we're flipping headlines road trip in the country for the insider scoop first stop ucla they played a play-in game and they didn't play in mike regalado gojobruin.com joins us mike thanks so where does this leave the Bruins, and in particular, uh, where does this leave Steve Alford? That is a very good question because um, Alford could have the argument that he's done enough to uh, keep his job, but uh, looking at UCLA's standards, he really hasn't lived up to what he's been hired to do. Uh, he's had one Pac-12 uh, tournament championship, uh, no regular season championship uh, and has only gone to the Sweet 16 twice in his five years in Westwood. Uh, not to sound elitist, but that is, that is not uh, what, uh, what, what UCLA basketball is about. Um, you know, you, UCLA is up there clearly with the Dukes, the Kansas, the North Carolinas of the world, and to just barely make it into a play-in game and then to lose in the fashion that they did is – unacceptable so i mean if you were on social media last night and you just typed in ucla or alford you pretty much got the perspective of what the fans want and they want uh change the idea of it sounding elitist is actually actually correct they are elite they should be elite they're a blue blood program how far of a fall is this we know that recruiting is sort of staked on success in the tournament uh do they have what it takes to get back on track anytime soon you know, that's the thing. Alfred has done a really good job of recruiting. I actually saw someone on social media this morning saying that he's the reverse of Ben Howland. Ben Howland didn't get the four or five star players, but yet he got his team uh, to three final fours. Uh, and uh, just he, he made he made do with what he had. Alfred is getting these four and five star players and they're not going past the Sweet 16. Last year with Lonzo Ball and TJ Leaf and Ike Bogu, that was a really good team. They did not exactly show up against Kentucky. Um, and then UCLA was supposed to have this stellar class, and then the whole China incident happened. So three guys, now two, because Leangelo Ball is in Lithuania, um, were, were not with the team. And Alfred has uh, kind of made excuses that he hasn't really had depth. I don't buy that because... The, the lack of depth did not affect him against Kentucky this year uh, at Arizona and, uh, you know, beating USC twice, you know, against the top three teams in the Pac-12, UCLA went five and one. Yeah, Mike, great stuff. Thank you so much. Mike Regalado on the Bruins. Green Bay, Josh Moser, Fox 11 Green Bay. Jordy Nelson has been released, so he'll meet with the Raiders today. There are people who are sort of buzzing about maybe the Patriots as a landing spot. But, Josh, what can you tell us? Jordy Nelson was one thing with Aaron Rodgers. He's something very different when Rodgers wasn't out there. What do you think he's got left? 
I think he's got a little bit left. Obviously, you know, anything around him, he's going to catch. But you've seen the breakaway speed go down. But what made him magical was that connection with Aaron Rodgers. It was almost like a sixth sense. They knew where each other were going to be. And really, he only caught passes from Aaron Rodgers. He never practiced with another quarterback. So I think it'll be very interesting to see him get into a new system. He's been with the Packers for 10 years. It's really all he knows. Uh, the fans are devastated here. It's a day of mourning. It's almost like, you know, no Jordy Nelson on the Packers. It's like Wisconsin without cheese. But uh, he told me, you know, a couple months ago that he thinks he's got two or three months left. He'll turn 33 in May. But I think it's all going to be about fit and that quarterback that he gets. The transaction sheet looks like Jimmy Graham over Jordy Nelson on social media. Aaron Rodgers liked the tweet comparing the two of them that favored Jordy Nelson. Are you reading anything into this? Is this something that Aaron Rodgers did not want to see happen? Uh, absolutely. Uh, we talked to Packers general manager Brian Gittekunst last night, and he said he spoke to Aaron Rodgers after the fact, not before. But he and Jordy are very close, as well as Randall Cobb, three of them. And I think he's just kind of backing his guy. I mean, he's been with Jordy since the beginning, since Jordy came into the league in 2008. It's kind of funny, though, when you actually look at the salary numbers of the two. Reportedly, Graham's getting three years, $30 million, so roughly $10 million a year. Jordy was due 10 and a quarter this year. So it's almost like, hey, we just want one over the other. So, uh, I mean, Jimmy Graham will bring a lot. He's younger. He's that dynamic tight end that the Packers have been missing since Jermichael Finley. But uh, I think it's Aaron just simply backing his guy. Josh Moser on the Jordy Nelson release by the Packers. Josh, thank you. No problem, guys. Have a good one. Last stop, let's get you ready for the brackets, and specifically San Diego State and Houston coming up tomorrow. Trey Lede, fansided.com, joins us. Trey, really appreciate it. What's your view on San Diego State's opportunity here to upset Houston? Uh, granted, we might be a little bit biased, but I even specifically look at the matchup. Houston is small. You've got a player uh, of the, the caliber of Malik Pope with his size on the inside. Like, I love their chances to win this game. What's your read? Uh, you, I mean, you hit it around nail on the head. They they do have a good chance to win this game. Um, Houston defense is optional with Houston, and they rely mostly on their offense and Rob Gray. Um, Rob Gray, well, he had 33 and 37 minutes against Wichita State in their conference championship game. But like you said, they're a little undersized. And San Diego State, I mean, they have the size. They play good defense. And if you defend and you can control the boards, I mean, you have a chance in any NCAA tournament game as long as you do as long as you do the little things, defend, crash the boards, uh, you know, just don't make mistakes. Um, they have a good chance to win this game for sure. And then just as far as like upsets, alerts in general, everybody's shaping out their brackets. We were talking about this earlier. I got Seton Hall heading to the Sweet 16, getting bumped off by Clemson. Uh, talk to me about any upsets you see on the horizon or a, a low seed making a deep run. Um, I mean, history tells us the 12-5 seed matchups, that always provides an upset. But the one team I have in mind is Rhode Island. Uh, they're the seventh seed, I believe. And they last year, they should have they should have been in the Sweet 16 last year, but Tyler Dorsey hit that game-winning three-pointer um, in the second round to knock him out of the tournament. But this year, they play Oklahoma in the first round. If Duke wins their first-round matchup, it'll be Rhode Island versus Duke, and Rhode Island has four senior guards that are all very capable um, and very good at what they do, and Duke, it's other than Grayson Allen, it's four of the freshmen 
And so I think the leadership, you have four guards, guard play, guard play wins you games in the tournament. I think Rhode Island has a good chance to beat Duke in the second round and find themselves in three sixteen. And you know, you never know. Cassius Winston, he's a sophomore, I believe. You have Miles Bridges as a sophomore, Jared Jackson. Jared Jackson, he's a freshman from Michigan State. You can find them, they could possibly beat Michigan State, um, and make a deep run of the tournament. So Rhode Island would be my team to look out for this year. Trey Day on College Hoops. Great stuff, Trey. Thank you. No problem. Thanks for having me on. Well, that's fascinating information. And that's a wrap for today's flipping headlines. Well, who's the Highland? Oh, uh, yeah. I, I See, now you don't like <laughs> yeah. that. I like Rhode Island. Yeah, no, 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 and no. And you know what, though? It's not that I like Rhode Island because I don't know anything about them either, but I know the team they're playing, Oklahoma, like the second half of the year, pretty much loses when they play basketball. Oh, yeah. That's, well, that's what they do. Uh, you know, uh, Okies always play well where they're playing against Rhode Island, so that's how you know they're going to pull this one All out. right. <laughs> NFL free agency update is coming up. We're also now about – Eight minutes away from a two and a half year vegan taking a bite of an orn burger. What? And yeah. and hang on, I'm chasing information on this. There is the buzz about a potential head scratching trade in the NFL. That's next. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.